Welcome to the Punch-Up Podcast. Were you ever sitting around with your friends and somebody was trying to tell a story and everybody else was helping out? That's what this is. A storytelling podcast with a good story and really, really funny input. Hope you enjoy. Uh, we went on vacation this summer for a week with Julie's entire family. Oh, on Rent, purpose? Rented a beach. They all showed <laughs> all right, up. We're like, what? Right. You're here too? Same week. And there was one night that all of the kids were in the room and we turned Goonies on. <gasps> and uh... I noticed like five minutes later, all of the kids were gone and all of like the adults the were sitting there watching Goonies. And I was like, meh. I've tried a couple times, and they're just like it's so it's good. Too slow, yeah. really? You know, it's just, yeah. Oh yeah. And they're young. I mean, yeah. It just had such a profound effect. Oh yeah. On me. Yeah. Mm. What year did Goonies come out? Eighty six, maybe. I so guess. I was a freshman in college. That's why, because it didn't have that effect on me. I, I me either. I, I was like, yeah. I was thirteen. I was yeah. eleven. I was a grown up. I was yeah. eleven. It's good. It's a good movie. What was the 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 dude's name? The Weird looking guy in that sloth, sloth, sloth. yeah. He was an Lyle Oakland Alcedo. Raider. No, it wasn't Lyle Alcedo, yeah, it, was. it was not. Yeah, well, you want to bet? I don't know. I don't what do you want to bet? What are we doing? It doesn't matter. I'll keep everything in my pocket and be right. It doesn't have to be for money, just bragging rights. Whatever it's who is it? I forget his name, but it's not Lyle Alcedo. Oh, so you don't know. I'm 100% certain it is not Lyle Alcedo. You argue like a six-year-old. So Ian has Lyle Alcedo. <laughs> he does. You have the everyone he else. Does. I have everyone oh, else no. in the history of the know. world. <laughs> if it turns out to be Adolf Hitler, I'm still you right and you're wrong. Because I have everyone. If it turns out you to be have... Adolf Hitler, I'll blow you. Please let it be Adolf Hitler. Please <laughs> let it be Adolf Hitler. Uh, you guys are doing that outside. <laughs> no, I want to see it. Why? John Matuzak is uh, the answer. He is a football player. He Ma- was a football player. He was. He went to Penn State. And he was a Raider. Oh, look at this. Raider. Hitler mustache. <laughs> Cut, oh. my ball. Cut my balls at least. That's a, that's that's, a hand that's job. Fair. Whip, that's fair. Whip I'll it out. your balls. Whip it out. <laughs> Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. <laughs> with me on this episode are Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hello. You okay, Ian? Yeah. You don't sound it. Well, that's what you get for talking to a guy who's drinking beer. Okay. Kevin Reagan. Hey, buddy. And in the storyteller chair, Allie Sewell. Hey, Steve. Hello, Allie. Good to have you. Thank you for having me. So this is about my night in Paris on New Year's Eve. Oh, Ooh. sounds You romantic. are well-traveled, lady. I am. Oh. I'm very fortunate. Yeah. Merci buckets. Could this potentially be the sequel to When Harry Met Sally? You're going to wait and see, and yeah. you're going to be shockingly disappointed. <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, great clickbait. Yeah. So, yeah. So, when I was a junior in college, I spent my junior year in London. And we heard about that. Yeah, yep. I'm very fortunate. Yeah, and you're the whole year, the whole year, and Not are just you a semester, bro? Nope, the whole year. And are you 21 at this point? No. But drinking age matter. in England was 16. Oh, for beautiful. beer. But you're not so. a big. Were you ever like a? Did you have some partying stages? Never. Actually, going to England because it was legal. I am very much a rule follower, mm-hmm. which is a little sad. So I never thought to drink very much when I was in america but in england because it was okay we would go to the pub yeah. and it was i mean yeah. there were literally like three pubs on campus sure that you could just go so you and could skip go out. class but right. it was yeah. way more social than binging and stuff but that that's not you weren't doing that it was just more social and you were have a couple of drinks and then 
Like, yeah. like a grown up. Yeah, and yeah. all of my friends, and when I was there in England, all of my friends were British except for one other American That's girl. That's funny, what, funny how that worked. That's how it worked yeah. out. It was, yeah. it was did great. they have British they accents? They all did have they British They all have British accents. accents. Yeah. Jesse, don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. So I remember like the other American girl and I were both like scandalous. We could just skip class and go to a pub and it's perfectly legal to go into a pub during the middle of the daytime and have a cider. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's legal here as well. Yeah. But when no, you were... Not at 20. Yeah. Right. 18, well, 19, something like that. Yeah. You go to like Murphy's in East Falls. Not yeah, legal, but still though. not legal. Yeah. With who? Disclaimer. The law? Legal disclaimer. Not Mr. Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> Money's green here, kid. <laughs> So I was in London for the year, and they worked on trimesters instead of semesters. So it was, you know, one trimester and then a longer break and then another one and a long break. Civilized. Civilized, yes. And so in between the first and second trimester was around Christmas time. And so it was a longer break. And my sister, who is a year and a half older than me, came over to visit. Was she in college at this point? She was a senior in college. Yeah, we were only a year apart. Would you tell us where she went? We both went to Penn undergrad. Oh, all yeah. right. A couple of dummies. A couple of stupid kids. <laughs> so, yeah, so she came over and I think it was like three weeks long or something that we had a break. Nice. So the first part of it, I traveled around England and I stayed with some friends that I had made. But then my sister met me in London and we got Eurail passes, which is just a train pass and you can just get on any train and go wherever you want in Europe. Channel included? Um, pre-channel. Pre-channel. Oh, it was pre-channel. Yeah, they were yeah, making what, it. What year are we talking here? Early 90s? Early mm -hmm. mid-90s, something like that. Yeah. When was the channel? I thought it was 88. I don't know. We didn't take it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drop uh, the fucking channel. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> figure prominently in the goddamn story. You guys know I'm sponsored by channel. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! So we started in London and then we went over to mainland Europe and we're traveling around. We had no plans, no itinerary or anything because we could Beautiful. just hop on a so, train. So uh, let me ask you, where, where were you going to sleep? Hostels. Yeah, youth hostels. Yeah. God like, damn. Europe is built for, for that. For traveling. Yeah. I mean, you well, get I a think it's built Well, you get because... a Eurorail pass yeah. anyone can get and travel anywhere. I'll just hold that. I'll do it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Am I interrupting you guys? Yes. Sorry. Continue. No. You, were, you were saying. That's how Europe was built. It was built for college travelers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys interrupted Ian's travel corner. We did. That was rude. Yes. You were saying. Sorry. Uh, yeah. My apologies, Ian. The, the so interruption. I'm so sorry. He was talking, I'm, Jess. I didn't hear that because I was talking. I my fault. My fault. I feel horrible. Oh, I do have swimmer's ear. My right ear, which is facing these two rude motherfuckers. <laughs> For three years, he said, swimmer's ear. <laughs> he's a, he's a voracious <laughs> swimmer. For the series? Yeah, that's it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> well played. So yeah, so my sister, we had backpacks and we just decided where we were going to go and we found a youth hostel and we stayed there and then continued traveling. Have a paper map? Uh, yeah. spots and stuff? Yeah, probably. I mean, cell phones. It was before cell phones. Oh, gosh, right. yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. We had a ball and we're traveling around and we go to Paris and we stayed in this youth hostel, which was great. And any youth hostel that you went in Europe, you were overrun by Australians. 
I don't know if really? anybody's experienced. Really? Yeah, because they're so far away that when they travel, they travel fucking hard. Yeah. They are gone for six months they're at staying. a time. They're staying. Yeah, they're yeah. not really? going okay. back they're to They're pretty hardcore home. folk. I mean, they do everything pretty hard, right? Yeah. It was great, you know, because yeah. they're outgoing and, you know. Right. And so we went to Paris. I might be remembering this wrong, but I swear that the youth hostel name was Happy Youth Hostel. Well, it might, a good one. Might not be, but that's it probably what I was. remembered. Yeah. And so it was a great time. We explored the city and then we're like, okay, let's go elsewhere. And so we were continuing traveling and we wound up in Barcelona. Oh, cool. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful city. The only issue is that my sister and I both studied French. Okay. And Mm. so we didn't speak Spanish. And in Barcelona, they speak Catalan, which is a Mm. derivation. Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah. And so when we were in France, because we we went to a couple different cities in France, but when we were in France, as long as you made an effort and tried to speak the language when you were They'll speak English to you. They will start off acting like they don't speak English. And then when you're making an effort (laughs) and you're saying whatever you're trying to get out in French... Then they switch to English and they Because they out. hate hearing you speak French. Yeah. You know what? It's the stereotype. Like, you yeah. come to their country, you of should course. know their language. Absolutely. And so they want to know you're trying. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great because, I mean, my sister and I, we were trying. And yeah. there were times that we were successful and times that they were just like, let me help you here, sweetie. Adorable. Let me help you here. Yes, this is what you do. But when we got to Barcelona, neither of us spoke the language. And we tried because you try as hard as you can to get the... Spanish and French are somewhat similar, but still very different. And so we were just having a really hard time just in a restaurant. We got scammed when we took the train. I mean, just all that kind of stuff, you know. And so we had planned on staying there a little bit longer. But we were like, hey, it's um," it was like must have been like late December. We're like, why don't we just go back to Paris for New Year's Eve? And so we wound up taking a train from Barcelona to Paris on New Year's Eve. And you, with the URL, you could just, you don't need a ticket. You just show a, like a pass card. Card. Yep. You have this card. If they have seats, you're on. Yep. Exactly. Did you ever get like stopped because they didn't have seats? Nope. Not that I remember. Oh, I wow. mean, the trains wow. are huge. Wow. And, yeah. And, and they run nonstop. It still exists, yeah. right? I mean, that's still like people talk about gap years and, you know, the URL. And that's like. I sure hope it exists. Yeah. God, that'd be so much fun to. Yeah. I mean, as a grown-up, could with like more money. Yeah, because then you would stay in a hotel. It. Not, yeah, not at a hostel. <laughs> you couldn't stay at a youth hostel because it's a youth hostel. What is the upper age limit on a youth hostel? Oh, I don't know, but I think there were old, like probably people at least in their late twenties that lived there. Well, and I think oh, that's just a term. It, mm. Yes, it's just cheap lodging. Yeah. It's communal living. Yeah. The idea is that it's just a safe, clean-ish. Hopefully, place to crash. Yeah. Yep. Did you have a uh, sink in the room? No. Like most of the youth hostels, they were just bunk beds yeah. and just, you know, a couple people to a room. And then there was a bathroom shower and bathroom the down the hall. I was in Amsterdam and the one we stayed in had a sink, but everything else is down the hall. Mm-hmm. But it was great because you, you, know, you could brush your teeth or whatever right there. Yeah. So how long is the train ride from Barcelona to Paris? A couple hours? Probably. But not like a day. No. Goodness, no couple hours because we took the train on december 31st right so on a whim you could be like let's go back to paris <laughs> let's and just do it be there the and same s- day yeah. and salvage the night yeah how right. lovely wow. to be in paris new year's eve yeah, yeah. it's incredible yeah. 
And so we were like, we we're like, oh, we're gonna go to Paris. We'll spend New Year's Eve. We'll go back to that same happy youth hostel that we went to. There were those Australians. We just, everything was fun. <laughs> get some champagne. Get some. Get some. That's what, French what for champagne. That? It's French for champagne. Champagne. Oh. Champagne. Champagne. I'm sure I'm saying that right. Yep, probably. So we took the train back, and when you think about it, Paris, New Year's Eve, you're just randomly showing up and expecting lodging yeah uh, it'll just uh, open up to you should be totally uh, fine. no one else no has ever thought of spending new year's eve in paris no yeah. i mean come on we're being yeah. so but is that how those hostels work you just showed up and hoped there was vacancy yeah dude I guess so yeah there was no i mean there's not cell phones there was no online there was uh, no yeah, so you just go i mean maybe you could call in advance you but know, they don't have a front but they're desk. not gonna hold anything yeah. for you because it was like 10 bucks a night or something so it's like if somebody cheap. showed up with 10 bucks they're not gonna hold how do you is there somebody at the front door like that you pay? Like, yeah, you pay? I mean, there's like a front desk. There's a desk or whatever that you go in and check in or whatever. But, you know, we never called ahead. We never made reservations. I'm guessing you probably could. But in this day and age, I would imagine like Airbnb is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm sure you call ahead and they'd be like, yes, we have availabilities. And three hours later, that could change. <laughs> yeah. If somebody shows up with 10 bucks, they get the bed. Yeah. Right? I, mean, I have so. no idea. Yeah. So we you know, naively get off the train in Paris and it was probably around between nine and ten o'clock at night on New Year's Eve. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nobody's Filling in Paris yet. No problem. Since Paris was dead. It's Paris empty. Dead. It's empty. You know, who wants to go to Paris on New Year's Eve? Nah. Which uh, that sentence has never been said before. Paris was dead. Yeah. So we just have our backpacks and we trundle over to this youth hostel. Hi, we're here. Hey. <laughs> we're back. Bonne nuit. And we walk in and they were in the middle of just a huge party. Right. I mean, everything. The streets were crowded. Everything was crowded. Moulin Rouge. Total Moulin Rouge yeah. situation. Everybody's breaking out into song and yeah. kicking high. And so we get into the hostel and my sister sees... Some guys that we had met at our previous stay. Australians? Uh, yes. Okay. And Now we're talking. Yeah. Well, yeah. So um, we just immediately split up as soon as we walk into the hostel. And she goes over to them and is saying hi or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to go check us in. I'm going to go get us a room. <laughs> I hope they have one with a view. I the hope last they one have like a have, corner bed. Three hours until the yeah. ball drops. Yeah. Right. It is New Year's Eve. It might There might be a rush. We can later. lay down for a little bit we'll, and rest. We'll, we'll do a shared room with, with a couple other we'll girls. That's no we'll problem. Settle. Yeah. So I go up to the counter and ask for you know, a room. And the guy basically just laughs at me. Well, I mean, a French front desk youth hostel operator <laughs> <laughs> must be the most quintessential yeah, dick. French front desk worker of all. Huh? Uh, je m'excuse. <laughs> Tonight? <laughs> Let me guess. American. Yes. Uh, everyone. The Americans are here. The Americans would like us to clear out the room for them. With, would you like a view of the Eiffel Tower? Perhaps I can scrub your own bosoms for you while we're at it, eh? I have a buttery full like a croissant right here for you. <laughs> yeah. And so he just laughed. Yeah. Yeah. And was like, nope, there's no. And went back to smoking his cigarette and making out with some other French. <laughs> there is no room. Did you explain you were American? 
<laughs> Don't you know who I am? Yeah. I'm from the United States. I'm from America. Fine, we'll take the room we were in last night. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand that his backpack is like 20 pounds and I'm carrying it? We just took a train from Barcelona. Barcelona. So... He basically said, absolutely not. They're completely booked, but probably the next night they would have people that would be leaving and we'd be able to get in. So wait here for 24 hours. <laughs> so just do what you need to. Just stand here. For a day. Yeah. And I, this isn't what I normal, this isn't normal alley behavior. You know, normal alley behavior has a schedule and rules and this is what's followed. <laughs> and so all of a sudden to hear that you have no place to stay. Oh my God. Mm. In a foreign country. Did you just in a do foreign the beautiful country. American thing and repeat yourself louder and slower <laughs> to him? I <laughs> would like a room. <laughs> Let's try this again. <laughs> I don't think you're understanding me. <laughs> Maybe if I try some in French. <laughs> Jim excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Jevoutre on room pour si vous play. Pour four Might have worked in Barcelona. Yep. <laughs> no, probably not. So I start to panic. panic, get a little terrified. Turn to your sister who's making time with the Aussies. She's yeah. like As across opposed to just the room. realizing this is going to be chaos. We just put our backpacks down and we'll figure sleep it out. Sleep somewhere. Sleep yeah. on a couch. You wouldn't be the first time that somebody slept on in the France. Couch the youth yeah, youth absolutely. Hostel. Right. Yeah. My brain didn't work right. like that. My brain was okay. You're going to yeah. be cast out on the street and you're going to die. You we're doing will, heroin. We're one clear- step away from heroin. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, we're we're already doing it. Heroin and death. Heroin okay. followed quickly She's by death. She's definitely going to do heroin. My yeah. sister will definitely get hooked on that stuff. She will be chasing the dragon. For from here on in. Okay, I'm a murderer. I'm a murderer. That's who I am now. Yep. Yep. That's exactly, that's Mercy Buckets. Mercy Buckets. <laughs> I can't talk any slower than what I already did. So I'm very concerned at this point. And I walk over to my sister. And she's hanging out with these guys. And they're great. And uh, I tell my sister, I'm like, they're full. You know, like, surprisingly, they're yeah. full. And You'll never guess what they just told me. They just told me they have no room. So they were full. And my sister, very different, was just like, oh, all right, I guess we'll find something. And I'm just like, you don't understand. Like, you're going to do heroin next. Like, <laughs> like we don't have a plan. You, there's this, no plan. This is how it's going to go. This is how it's going to go down. There's, you're hooked there, on heroin. You're hooked on heroin, and I'm going to murder somebody, <laughs> probably, or get murdered myself. Probably one step, then the other. Kill that Australian right Kill now. the Australian. Take his bed. Take his bed. Yes. <laughs> so the guys are hearing us, and they're just like, just crash in our room. Just crash on our floor. Oh, you know? so nice. Like, like, just crash on our floor. Just crash on our floor, mate. And so, like, and I'm just like, is that allowed? Like, that, that's not. <laughs> there are no rules in Australia. Not a whole lot in, in Paris. France, in Paris, no rules. Yeah, not a lot. Paris in on New Year's Eve yeah. at a youth hostel. Yeah. No rules, just right. Oh, uh, no, you did not ask me if you could crash with the. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse just quoted she, what? Alpex uh, thing. I did. Yep. I did. Perfect. And nobody noticed. Perfect. Yeah. You did. Yep. So. I'm in panic mode. My sister's like, whatever. And the guys are like, just stay in our room. No big deal. But then, of course, I'm just like, but how do we get past the guy? Like, how do we get past the front desk guy? And he's sharp as a tack. Like, a mass of people celebrating New Year's. Yeah. And Plus, I'm he knows he's watching us like a hawk. You turn around, he's making out with three girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
all smoking the same cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna get past the guy. I know. <laughs> this is the way my brain He's works. So sweet. <laughs> the Australians don't even understand it. Yeah. What do you mean, the guy? The well, guy uh, we're just gonna beat up? You mean Peter? You mean Peter <laughs> yeah. that's just sitting yeah. there, like right. picking his nose? You're not convinced the plan is a good plan, so you're right. finding all the loopholes that could possibly anything that could go wrong. Right. I'm already considering. Allie pulls out right. a blueprint, clears right. the table of like <laughs> yeah. beer and wine. It's Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Sewell's Eleven of Paris. <laughs> Paperweights on each yeah. corner. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Here's a little a... heroin needle just up here. Yeah. All roads lead to that. Yeah. <laughs> Our luggage is just full of little figurines. Okay, you're this guy, you're yeah. this guy. And, and I have the... one of those little handles that just like move things like an old World War too. And suddenly the table is lit from beneath and everything is yes. illuminated so that there that like looks like planes flying in and there's tanks and <laughs> You guys have all been in my brain. <laughs> That's okay. Good to know. But it was literally just walking yeah. past and up the stairs. And so... Good night. Yep. Did you pretend like you were going to have sex with them? So it was like, we're going to have sex with these guys. I'm we're so not just horny. <laughs> <laughs> Guess it's time for sex. <laughs> time to have all of the sex right now. <laughs> with everybody in the room and the Australians and we already paid. <laughs> uh, Americans. <laughs> we already paid. <laughs> We're so legal to be going yeah. up these stairs. I'm entitled to sex in beds. And $10 lighter on account of my paying for this bed. <laughs> on this night. I'm jingling random keys to make it look like I have a place to go. Well, you haven't moved. Everyone else is walking. You're still trying to convince the front desk guy. He's like, why are you still here? <laughs> I thought you were going to have the sex. <laughs> what are you doing here? Why is your pants on? <laughs> is there something wrong with your privates? Yeah, Australia. Be gone with you. Uh, four or five times in this past moment, you have told me about sex with Australians. I am neither Australian or heterosexual. But I see no evidence of you having sex with Australians. Let me check the books. Name? <laughs> oh no! Shit, I blew it! Dive! Oh, dive! Dive! Hey everybody, it's Ian O'Shea. I'm here to tell you about another show that a lot of people that you've listened to tonight also do on the last Friday of every month at the playground on 20th and Sansom here in Philadelphia. It is The Blue Show. And it is blue as... Eep. It is raunchy, it is dirty. Actually, the audience suggestions are disgusting. And quite frankly, it's your fault. You come and watch, and you suggest the most disgusting things I have ever heard. It's a sick and twisted evening of pleasure all the way around. 10 o'clock, BYOB. We love to do it. It's a great, fun, adult, raunchy, disgusting debacle. Bring your friends, bring your enemies, bring your filthy, disgusting mind. It's a giant circle jerk with comedy, not boners. So we go upstairs and it was just, it was a small room and it was just the two of them in the room. So we put our bags down and I'm just like, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate this. There were only two steps ahead of you, but somehow they rearranged the room to candle lights and they were nude by the time you guys walked in the door. Wearing silk robes. Very European. Silk and robes, get- holding martinis. Like right. they were ready to go. Yeah. Good eye. Good And so we're in the room and I'm just like, I was so relieved and it's like, at least I have a roof over my head and I'm not going to die tonight. (laughs) 
A plan, a plan, no, a plan. A we we kind of skipped over New Year's Eve in Paris. I mean, you guys it's went out. It's still not midnight. Just... It's not midnight yet. Oh, so this was all just in the lobby and just... Yeah. Put, yeah, put yeah. the bags down. Just put your stuff down and then we'll go out. Exactly. Like, oh my goodness, Christ. This is like the great escape. Well, just wait. So <laughs> Spoiler. we're up in the room and we get all settled. It's probably at least 11, probably around 11 o'clock, 1130. So mm-hmm. it's getting close yeah. to New Year's Eve. They're like, let's go party. And my sister's like, yeah, let's go out. Let's go party. Let's oh, bring no. in the New Year. You didn't want to go past the guard. Nope. You had... <gasps> what? You had already... <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're in. Um, so I. This gate only goes one way. <laughs> I found my safe spot and I was not going to leave it. Allie's already changed into her 1950s pajamas. <laughs> I had my She's hair reading and curlers. a book. They, just, <laughs> they turn around and she has just made a little nook for herself. She's got cold cream on her face. I live here now. Sleep mask is on. <laughs> like glass of water next to her bed. <laughs> She just has a koala somehow. Yeah. <laughs> somehow there's twin knitting. Like yeah. in just knitting. <laughs> Flannel oh, pajamas. Yeah. You're knitting like a, a seven foot scarf, like suddenly. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's all my backpack had was just a seven foot scarf and knitting needles. So oh. they wanted to go out, and I'm just like. As if there were like skylights from this skater scale. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. Just dodging (laughs) non-existent lights, keeping quiet, changing her accent, putting her finger there for a mustache to change her appearance. People walk by. She's like, oh, hello. We're just cleaning up here. We work here, you know. I'm a chimney sweep in Paris. It's 1953. Guy just walks by. Okay. I I didn't ask you anything. (laughs) I actually do work here and I wear this uniform, so I don't know why you're saying that. Yeah, so. So I was there for the night. Now, yep. how do you just drop that cherry bomb? Yeah. You're just like, thank you, no. <laughs> Pretty I'll much. I'll be staying. Pretty much. And my sister will be joining me. Oh, no. No, she went out. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm afraid. Like, I don't want to get caught. I'll hold our spot. Yeah, I'm, again, I'm the rule follower. <laughs> I'm going to just do what, uh, you know, I'm, I'm breaking the rules and I'm going to get caught and heroin's going to happen. So I'm just going <laughs> to sit here. And so my sister was like, all right, if you want to just stay here, you can. I'm going out. See you next year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dick. Okay, cyborg. I'll be leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so my sister and the two guys left. For New Year's Eve in Paris. For New Year's On Eve in Paris. On the streets in Paris. Exactly. Oh, wow. And I, my level of fear and paranoia was even to the point that there were windows did you coordinate a, a secret knock for them to return? <laughs> well, no, they had a key. They that was their. But room. so does the guy at the front desk. Yeah. So I didn't want anybody oh. to know that I was there. So I spent my New Year's Eve in Paris, <laughs> sitting on the floor in the dark in this room, oh, as to not God. to alert Peter, who never exactly. made the rounds. Yes, because if the light was on, maybe somebody right. would have seen it from outside, or if I was sitting on the bed, maybe somebody could have seen my head. So so, or seen, seen your feet, feet. Yeah. Uh, from oh, under the door. Wait, and the guy's footsteps so, stop and then reverse. No, yeah. someone from the street would have looked up and gone, I don't think she paid for that room. Yeah. <laughs> that in my head, they they clearly knew. Uh, that did you invent happened. therapy? <laughs> there it is that was my new year's eve i sat there on the floor in the dark just listening and hoping that i wouldn't get caught 
I know, it's sad. It's I mean, did everybody, you, did you it's like silent, yeah, yeah, stunned I faces. Know. Did you shadow dance or like you sat? I just sat. Like, did you see when it was midnight and go, she heard you it. could hear it. It's fucking Paris. Happy New Year to me. <laughs> you could totally hear when it was midnight because yeah. it was just pandemonium. She pricked her finger and drank a drop of the blood. <laughs> As she fell asleep, she went, this is going to be a good year. <laughs> she fell asleep, I can but feel you, it. But she fell asleep. I, gotta, I, I beat these guys for 10 bucks. <laughs> I am such a rebel. I, this is this is the start of my rebellious oh my time. I get. I guess I live here now. How did you get out? So of course I'm listening to everything. I hear oh the celebration, you know, and then things start to quiet down. Was there a window? Yeah. I mean, did you? That's why you, I didn't turn the light on, Ian. Come on, get you, in my brain. You're peering out the window. No, no I'm sitting on the floor. But she's hunkered in darkness. In a shadow. She found yeah. a shadow to sit in on the floor, on the hard, lonely floor. French floor. Yep, yes. the French floor. <laughs> so things start to things start to quiet down, and then I start to hear people are coming back to the hostel after celebrating. You're New still Year's. awake? Like you oh, just... gotcha! You're not sleeping <laughs> when you're sitting on a floor, you paranoid. Yeah, that you're gonna was, get caught. She was on watch. Yeah, <laughs> but you couldn't see anything. It was dark between the mattress and the wooden yeah. pillars between the mattress. Just <laughs> and riddled she was looking with heroin. down onto the bunk below her. <laughs> Just fighting yeah. off the urge to. Could be. Would you make rounds every hour? I just sat there. The room? I just fucking sat there. Happy New Year! And so, then I hear people coming back, and then I hear my sister's voice, and I hear the two guys, and then I start to hear an argument happening downstairs, and over, one of the guys was the francs. one that we had known. Um, the other guy was somebody that we didn't know. Joined. Him. Yeah. And so I hear a commotion happening downstairs. All of a sudden, the guy that I didn't know, who was the second guy, he opens the door. He's like, come with me. Don't say anything. <gasps> this is what you've been fearing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just blindly got up no and followed this strange man into like a bathroom stall. What? Yeah. This is stupidity. And well, no, it was an open door. Yeah, and you hadn't seen one in a long, and you never thought you'd see another one. I again. never thought I'd see one again. This is freedom. Did we any more? <laughs> is it the next year? Is You're speaking any- English. That's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> and so he grabs me and just takes me into the bathroom, because what had happened was they came back and my sister got caught. The guy, the front desk, and because. When we first arrived at the hostel, we immediately split up. She immediately went over and hung out with them. He didn't know Uh that she and I were together Mm -hmm. because he just saw me, random woman, coming and asking for a room. And then my sister comes back. She doesn't have a key or doesn't have any proof that she should be there. So then he's trying to kick her out. The guys are fighting. And he didn't make the connection between the two of us. So eventually my sister was like, can I just pay you to sleep in their room? And of course, then everything changed. And it's like, oh, we oui, bien sûr, you know, and let me get a mattress for you. And so that's what had happened. My sister paid. But you like, couldn't be in there. Yeah, because yeah. he was like, let me get a mattress. Oh, he was coming in. So he was coming in with a mattress oh, yeah. for my sister. Yeah. And so the other guy went and grabbed me out of there because the guy was coming in all of a sudden being super hospitality 
person. Yeah. And so at, at this point, this is when the guy asked you why you're painted the exact same color as the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but stripes, like there's a knot. Are you she wearing, a knot. I had the wood grain. You, <laughs> yeah. Thank God wood you had your eyes open. I wouldn't have found you otherwise. <laughs> yeah. You look like paneling. That's amazing. Are you wearing cinder blocks? It's like PETA from I uh, fashioned Hunger Games. Them out of out of sheets. I have been dyeing sheets the direct color. I added some of my own blood. Don't ask what the other things were. But <laughs> long story short, I'm the exact same shade as the wall. And I did, this I did it two all. Two panels. These two paneling pieces. I did panel. it all in the dark, so yep. it might not be perfect. Yeah, Sorry if, about that. If, if Pinterest had been invented at that point, I would have gotten so many repins. Yeah. Uh. Oh my goodness. So yeah, so I got pulled out by a random stranger to go into a bathroom with him, and I just trustingly went along with yep. him until the heat died down. Until the heat died down. It's a hell of a the... New Year's resolution. <laughs> go into random bathrooms <laughs> until random the guys. heat dies down. Yeah, and so the guy put an extra mattress in there, and then the two of us were able to stay the night in their room. Why didn't he just do that first? Then you would exactly. have had Paris. And That's and all it took. You would have had New Year's just, in Paris. Just saying, I'll gladly pay. But knowing me, probably I just went up. I'd like a room. Oh, we have none. Okay, sorry to bother you. <laughs> you know, I probably didn't yeah. push the topic any further. Like you said, he laughed at you and like there was no opening or anything like that. But like when your sister came back, probably a little inebriated and they're all jovial Happy. and like, you can't be here. Loose How about I just pay you? Ah, bleu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. And so that was my night in Paris. And then I remember the next morning, I was so like, we need to coordinate this exit to make it so that he doesn't see me. Well, considering because you then... hadn't slept in th- 36 hours. You were just, <laughs> yeah. you were just lying on the clock. All your joints. Hot, fully clothed. Your joints are totally stiff. And she, you can't see her because she's yeah. also camouflaged herself exactly like the cot. Right. Yep, exactly. In, in the daylight. Ooh, in the daylight. Natural yeah. stripes. I have that. I have that. <laughs> Give me your mascara. I remember the three of them came down and like made some sort of distraction while I snuck out and then just like walked right, turned right around and walked back in again. Is there a room yeah. now? <laughs> <laughs> He did like an, a, a U-turn yep. outside just, the door. They just took a scrum out into the lobby with <laughs> they, you? They started some sort of whatever. Commotion. Over, yeah. yeah. Look over here, guy. Look over here. Right. And I just went out and then right back We're in three again. Australians to your left. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then... Oh, you again. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm back. A room has just opened up. Why are you painted the same as our walls? <laughs> Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We have had an absolute blast doing this podcast. But it is time that it comes to an end. We are bringing Punch-Up Podcast to an end in January. But we are going to hit 100 episodes. So whatever episode you're on right now, keep listening because you will get to 100 just like us. But not before you can see it three times live in January. That's right. Episodes 98, 99, and 100 will be recorded in front of a live audience at the CSC Theater, 2030 Sansom Street at 8 p.m. on Friday, January 4th, Friday, January 11th, and Friday, January 18th. And it will be the Punch-Up Podcast in 3D. Why is it 3D? Because the guests are going to be Daryl Charles, Dana Young, and Dave Jadico. Please join us in the fun. It is so much fun to do this podcast, and it's even more fun when there's a lot of people in the audience. So plan to come out and have fun with the last three episodes of the Punch-Up Podcast. Now ring that bell. <laughs> Faut-il nous quitter sans espoir, sans espoir de retour Faut-il 
sans espoir de nous revoir un jour. Ce n'est qu'un non revoir, mes frères, ce n'est qu'un non revoir. Oui, nous nous reverrons, mes frères, ce n'est qu'un non revoir. Formons de nos mains qui s'enlacent au déclin de ce jour. Sans nous 